0: Hello, this is your host. (laughs) I don't know why I said it like that. This is your host, Gemma Speaking. Um, Today, I am talking to Ramon Khan. He's a personal trainer um, and a business owner. So we're talking about professional development and personal development, what's happening in his life, the choices he makes. Um, Not every single choice he makes in his life, but ones revolving around his business and also his own fitness and how he finds the time. Because I know I... Feel like i don't always have the time but ramon completely changes my mind on that um (laughs) and you'll find out why he is trying to make himself wake up earlier which sounds heinous to me um but i respect him for that anyway i hope you enjoy the episode it's coming out on new year's eve Um, so hopefully it brings you into the new year well and you learn a couple things that you can bring into the new year for yourself, whether you're a resolutions person or not. Um, I hope it provides a little bit of help, a little bit of guidance. That's it. I'm going to let you get on with it. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely evening. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely life and enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. My name is Gemma Mushington. Your name is Ramon Khan and this is the Ununhealthy podcast. I wanted to talk to you today because you have a lot of certifications and qualifications. Um, you're, You go by the bearded fitness guy. You're also one half of Dr. Stretch Therapies. I looked on your website. You've been a PT since 2013. You do personal training, soft tissue therapy, nutrition. You're a lower back specialist. You also do Mai Tai and boxing, uh, weightlifting, body <laughs> transformation, posture correction. <laughs> It's a lot of things. Yeah. Um. How did you, I mean, so you got qualified in 2013, is that right?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: How did you choose the, the the next steps? So you become a PT, everyone does that, and then everyone kind of assumes that's the only thing you need to do when it's not if you really want to be good at it. Yeah. How did you go about your professional development and then choosing what was
1: next? So i mean when i got into the pt industry i i I already had a few friends who were actually doing quite well in the Mm. industry anyway Mm. and you know having spoken to them beforehand i've always seen um like the pt certification as like your passport into the industry but that's not it Mm -mm. you know because like there's a difference between someone who has the qualification and someone who's actually excellent at their job and it's 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 those that are sort of willing to carry on their personal development and learn more things and add to their skills because you know when you get into the industry you realize how many sort of of, like different people there are Mm. and how like everyone's different and I find that the PT certification kind of gives you a cookie cutter approach yeah so it doesn't you know, teach you how to, you know, deal with loads of different people of different body types and whatnot and different injuries. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I sort of carried on and, you know, looked into lower back um, injuries and how to rehab them. And then, you know, further on it's uh, that sort of went into doing sports massage later on as well, Mm -hmm. Um, because they kind of go hand in hand. And in my mind, I had the idea that I would sort of combine PT and sports massage to give you like a whole sort of wellness package. So Mm -hmm. that that was the sort of idea. Um, But yeah, I kind of drifted off that path as well um, Mm -hmm. and decided to be a bit more specific, hence Dr. Stretch. Um, Because, I I mean, as I started to grow in the industry, I realized that there's only so many hours I can do and I want a brand that I can grow. Yeah. Um and sort of hire yeah. people. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I'd be able to hire someone under the brand the bearded fitness guy. Uh, <laughs> unless they have beards. <laughs> True. But um yeah, so that's kind of like the way I went, yes.
0: Okay. That's really cool. I think that's it's I think that's good to hear for a lot of people early in their PT career. Um, like I, I'm still fairly, I'm still really early on in mine, and I'm mm-hmm. still figuring out what I want to provide people. And yeah, when I first got my, when I was first going to get my qualification, I was literally in my last few months of university doing something completely different, and I was like, oh, I want to go do this, and this will make me money. Um, it that's not how it works. That's that's. You have to care about it and you have to put the work in and put the work in on yourself which is time money energy education and how did you go about choosing what was after your pt qualification like was it that you came across like lots of possible clients with certain conditions that they shared or was it something to do with yourself and like your own fitness and your own injuries or anything like that
1: it was a mix of actually you know facing people that you know when when I train them they end up you know having a sore back or whatever and I actually didn't know what to tell them uh, at the time so you know I I just wanted to be a bit more informed so that I can you know not not act like I'm stuck when a client asks me a question I I want to know what I'm talking about yeah um then yeah i I've had my fair share of injuries as well Mm -hmm. um yeah like from squatting incorrectly and whatnot so you know i started to look into how to exercise and do things a bit more functionally um and how to you know progress on my mobility skills as well Mm -hmm. um so yeah i've I've, I've sort of you know taken that on board and decided yeah I, I need to know what I'm talking about when it comes to lower back injuries and whatnot um to you know help my clients further because yeah. I don't want it to be the case where they end up getting an injury and then they're off for two weeks and you know that that's me not earning anything as well so at the same time as caring for the client I need to also make sure that I'm you know busy and you know getting the sessions in myself because otherwise you know, I'm not eating <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, yeah, I think that's that's a rule of thumb. It's like, what can I do to further my skills, help someone else and also make sure that I'm paying my bills, I've got a roof over my head and I can like, go do my weekly shop. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something I definitely need to keep in mind. I'm like, mm, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, but I feel like my list is going to keep on growing until I actually do something. So how do you approach kind of going into okay i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some lower back um specialism how did you approach that were you just like i'm gonna look up a course i'm gonna find a well-reviewed course and i'm gonna go do it
1: uh yeah literally that so um it, it was offered as part of my personal training um mm-hmm. initially but yeah. i didn't end up doing it i did it um a year later okay. uh, which is when i realized i actually need it um so from working in this industry for that year as well, um, you, I realised how many people like have just pre-existing injuries that you need to also make sure, uh, you know, this, this person is actually ready to exercise in the first place. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it just made sense to do it for me to cater to all those people as well, you know.
0: Do you, Do you find that those people with those pre-existing injuries and a lot of the time it's, it's kind of like oh i've always had this it's never been a problem but it really is a problem yeah do you find it's it's hard to change their mindset from say they have like a body transformation goal but really they have all these injuries to sort out or this specific injury to sort out beforehand do you find it hard to change their mind on that like we've got to fix this before we can actually make any big progress on your body transformation goal
1: I haven't had much of an issue trying to sort of sway people towards the rehab side of things before they even, you know, embark on a body transformation, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, more so because, you know, I've always sort of looked at movement patterns and stuff and, you know, showing how, you know, you can manipulate a joint and make it function so much better within the space of the minute. Yeah. So it, some something like, you know, rolling the base of your foot. It increases your hamstring, hamstring flexibility. And people, when they see that, they're like, oh, my God, I feel so much better instantly. And it's that sort of, you know, the, the instant gratification that people get from it um, that sort of sways them towards that. Because um, it's easy to just tell people, you know, what works. Mm. But if you can physically show them and show them like an instant result there, they're more likely to take it on.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like they, they, you show them something and it feels like you've just worked a miracle to them, but really it's just science and practical application. Exactly.
1: And it works with the sort of mindset that people have nowadays as well. Everything's instant, wherever yeah. you go. People want quick things, you know, whatever. instant noodles, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's just quick, quick, quick. So if you can sort of gauge people engage people's attention like that then you know you've got a sale there literally. All
0: right. That's yeah, I think that's good. I it's it is kind of what can you deliver quickly, what difference can you make now in order to keep them on and then have them be okay with small wins to make one big win. I guess. Exactly. How did you go about moving from just kind of traditional PT to more targeted things like Dr. Stretch with the tissue therapy and massage therapy and that stuff?
1: Uh, Well it's me just wanting to grow something a bit bigger than just me. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. as I said earlier like the bearded fitness guy is one person. Dr. Stretch can be Dr. Stretch Therapies can be uh, many people, you know, working mm-hmm. under that brand name, because it's, it's not like, everyone knows me as the bearded fitness guy. Yeah. But it's like, Do- Dr. Stretch can cover, you know, whoever. It can be male, female, whatever, loads of different therapies. We can have acupuncturists, we can have osteopaths. So that's, that's the kind of road that I'd like to go down, you know, hopefully eventually have our own clinic, Mm -hmm. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, That's like long-term goal Um, and then obviously I'm doing it with my Mrs. Trang. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, She also does Pilates so we'd like to cover that within the brand as well. So you know we have sports massage, we may have acupuncturists, we may have osteopaths, we also have Pilates. So we'd like to have like different rooms for each different sort of therapy, and then hopefully some studio space uh, for Pilates, and then yeah, it's 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 a bigger sort of business plan than just doing you know twenty odd hours of PT. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's much more room for growth here. Who knows? Maybe we can even have like a little coffee shop in the clinic. So <laughs> well. yeah, there's, there's like lots that can have like there's lots we can do with the brand itself, and even shop space that that we'll eventually get. Mm. Um, So yeah, we're trying to just sort of think of something a lot bigger.
0: Okay. So you're at the very beginning of building your Dr. Stretch Therapies brand. What, Mm. what do you do to build on it step by step? So what is the next step for you? Just like, this is what I'm working on for this month to help with the business.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, with Dr. Stretch, we initially um, started doing it from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, rather than pay for a studio where we're not sure we're going to be making any money, uh, it just made sense for us to try and do it at our home, you know, to come out one of the rooms into a clinic space. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we've got no overheads. It's just straight up profit from that. Um, So, yeah, that's the first step we sort of took And, you know, we tried to sort of collaborate with um, influencers on Instagram um, Mm. People who are quite well known in, like, um, the fitness industry Or even uh, more more so the calisthenics industry Like, that Mm. whole sort of community Uh, We had a few of them come in And, you know, having shout-outs from them and whatnot Helped to, you know, push us quite a bit, actually Um, So that's why we were quite busy before lockdown too. Um, So right now we're working on the website and, you know, building our presence more online and improving um, our Google search ranking. Yeah. So that's the next sort of step that we're taking. Uh, We have also like put ourselves on um, TreatWell, which we're using as another sort of marketing tool just to funnel people towards us. Uh, recently, we, we actually got awarded top-rated in 2020. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're under that filter on wells, so it's bringing in more people as well. And we're kind of using that as a, a way of capturing data. Mm-hmm. So every client that we're getting through the door now, we're just capturing data, making sure you know we, we store this so then – when we do eventually have our own clinic space we can do like a grand opening send emails out you know make a whole big thing you know um so yeah that's what i'm currently working on um it's more the website and online presence the next step we want to sort of move away from our home because mm-hmm. uh, obviously we have a kid coming yeah. Um so we'd like to rent out uh, a room somewhere that you know we can do sports massage from. Um that would be the next sort of step, you know. And then um whilst we're still building, once Trank has, you know, fully recovered, she can probably take more take on more clients and stuff as well. Hmm. Um then we'll sort of start looking into getting a shop. Um yeah.
0: Okay, cool. It There's sounds
1: a lot of
0: stuff. Here. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but you know, you're a team, you're doing it well. And with the with the kind of like rankings on Google and search engine optimization and working on your website and connecting with influencers, is that stuff that you that you have just gone out and said, Okay, I'm gonna learn a bit about it, I'm gonna give it a go, put it in practice, like that business side of that?
1: Yeah, so we we haven't actually hired anyone to do any of this stuff for us, Um, especially with, like, the SEO Mm. on um, the website and stuff. And, um, yeah, we've just been learning about it, you know, searching up keywords and stuff, putting it in the website. Um, And Yeah, it's it's a longer process, but it's better we know this stuff because then if it's the case where we wanted to start another brand on something else... You know it, it'll be easier to sort of replicate it because we already know what we're doing yeah. um and yeah that way we've managed to also keep the costs down um mm. so yeah it's it, it been pretty good
0: yeah you're you're like you're self-sufficient you're learning as you go and you're taking the initiative to just to, to go do it it's Not like, it's not like you're it's not, it's not like you're against hiring someone else it's just kind of like if i can learn it and if i can implement it and if i can practice then I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it is annoying, like, dealing with other people um, who can do this stuff for you. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll tell them how you want something, but, you know, it's they haven't, like, got it quite right. And you keep having to go back and forth, back and forth, trying to adjust this and that. Um, it's easier if you are just, you know, sat there on your laptop. You can click and play around with it, you know, yourself.
0: Yeah, there's... um there's no communication barrier it's just like here's what I've got in my brain I'm just gonna do it put it up put the work in and it's there You're on a very different path now you' you've you're moving away from just being a, a PT in of yourself and you're creating this brand with Trang and you're wanting to expand but have you found that your fitness journey has in a way, aligned with your career journey like a lot of people a a lot of pts start off as either with injuries or they're in recovery or they're overweight and then they kind of combat those things and then they they're like okay i'm gonna go get qualified do you find that you were on like a similar journey from not just each qualification but each progress like each moment of progression through your business Mm -hmm what was life like for you just before your PT qualification? What made you want to go do it? And then what made you want to do the next thing?
1: Well, I obviously, I, I went into PT to, you know, learn more about how to sort of lose weight and, you know, get stronger, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it, it was more for vanity, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've progressed a lot since then. And, um, you know, move more towards the mobility side of things and having healthier joints and, you know, being able to move freely Um, and having lots of skills as well. You know, my coordination needs to be good. So that's why I do things like freestyle skipping and, you know, calisthenics, whatnot. Um, So, yeah, I do quite a few different disciplines uh, because I feel like a body should be able to move in any which way, you know, that's a healthy body to me. Mm -hmm. um and being aesthetic like I don't I don't care if I have a six-pack now like I I like enjoying my food um and that's become more of a priority having a like nice balanced lifestyle has been more of a priority for me now and uh I think one of the reasons why I've also pushed the sports massage is because I I don't see myself doing personal training forever um it's it's quite like you know you have to go out your way and do quite a lot of hours and, you know, you're running around a lot um, and, yeah, I just don't see myself doing it forever. I might still train a few loyal people here and there. Like, I do have a few people that have been with me for a, a quite a number of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I'll probably still keep them around. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I just... I think I just need something a little different than PT, something that's yeah. less strenuous on me. And, yeah. you know, sports myself is nice. You know, people come in, you have a nice conversation with them, you banter with them. Um, it's nice and chill. You know, It's not, like, killing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's good. So you, yeah, you do a lot of things. And I think, I mean, from what I've seen, you seem to be enjoying life you're running your business you like good food you go out and get good food you make good food um Mm. you do a lot of cycling a lot of skipping a lot of calisthenics Mm. do you feel do you ever feel overwhelmed by doing so much or is it because you like what you're doing you feel okay with it like sometimes I'm like I should go to the gym and it's it's like I get to go to the gym. I should enjoy going to the gym. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people get into the mindset of I got to do this and I got to do it hard, even if I don't like it. But you like everything that you do.
1: Uh, I do like everything do- I do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm human. I do have the odd, bad day. Um, like, you know, if I, if I like spending a lot of time um, working out when I do get the chance to work out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd, I'd rather spend, you know, a good two hours feeling like, you know, I've really done something rather than a quick 40 minutes. You know, train can do that. And she's always pestering me <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to try and work out like that. Just get something done. But, you know, I, I enjoy having that time away from everything and it, it really helps to relax me. So when I don't get that, I do get quite agitated um and you know that that's when I have like a bad day uh but sometimes you know work's busy and you've got no option well I, I probably <laughs> do if I do it trans way <laughs> um but yeah I, I just feel like I need to do it in that way for myself um and yeah it's quite difficult to sort of make sure I have that time because I don't always get like a, a good two three hour gap Where I can, Mm. you know, go cycle, come back, do a workout, Um, and I like doing everything in one go um, rather than spreading it out throughout the day.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, I've set myself a goal now where I want to try and naturally wake up um, at around five five thirty a.m. So I'll be going earlier. Today I managed to wake up at six naturally, yeah, without an alarm. I have no idea how. But, um, yeah, so I'll I'll be trying to sort of work on my sleep a bit more because uh, that has been lacking quite a bit. Um, and then hopefully that will make me feel a bit more energetic throughout the day too. Um, but, yeah, set, set that goal. Go, you know, to the gym or go for a cycle, go for a run, do something – uh, early early morning um mm-hmm. especially like before any classes that i do because i do classes on tuesdays and thursdays so yeah. you know get out go even to the gym and do something before the class and do the class go home so just just sort of being a bit more efficient with my time um is the goal that i've given myself now and then um yeah hopefully then i won't feel like i'm sort of lacking at all yeah.
0: um
1: yeah Sometimes I, just, I, just, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. <laughs> Obviously, mm. like on Instagram, I show you all of the good stuff. Mm. You know, everything always looks good. And I guess that's with everyone. You know, you're you're not going to show when you're feeling sad. Obviously, it's good to talk about when you're sad, but not everyone feels comfortable, you know, sharing mm. that. Um, some people do feel like they can talk about it, but I'm not, I, I'm, I'm quite private in that sense. Yeah. You know, I'll show you happy stuff on um, Instagram but if I am sad I'll always you know talk to the trying. it's more of a private thing and something that I would share with someone close to me um, so yeah
0: yeah I think that's I think it's a really important point because Instagram is heavily curated whether you're posting stuff about you being happy or you going and do this or, or if someone is posting stuff like I was sad today which is not at all like a bad thing but that's still curated because you still chose to post about it and I think it's important to have those private moments and you said a lot of your business is kind of not dependent on Instagram but a lot of business comes from Instagram like you connect with influencers you have to you post really regularly on um, doctor stretch therapies and you're making content and you're doing your own workouts or you're cycling or anything like that and you need time, you need to be able to separate the two things and you need time to go be sad when you have to be sad. Or, And I don't think people really want to see, well, I don't think people want to see when people are sad. That's why people don't post that stuff.
1: Um, I think sometimes people post about it being okay to feel sad and whatnot. That, that's fine and all, but yeah. Um, I think like, especially if you have a business, if you sort of post about negative things all of the time, then I think it, it it makes it hard to sort of attract people. People want to be around like a happy environment, especially if I'm doing a sports massage, brand, yeah. you know, they want to be in a happy, comfortable environment. Um, that's one of the reasons why we have like so many plants and stuff in the room. <laughs> you know, just, just, you know, the, the ambience needs to be quite nice. From, mm-hmm. you know, what you see on Instagram to what you see in the room that we're treating you in. Everything needs to be, like, quite happy and relaxing and, you know, a zen vibe. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's very important. Obviously, it will also depend on what sort of brand you have. So, if, yeah. if you've got, like, a, if you're a psychotherapist, for example, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, someone along the side um, side of uh, sort of mental illnesses and whatnot, then you'll probably talk a bit more about, you know, sadness and, you know, mental health issues and whatnot. Um, so in that sense, I guess it depends on what brand you have.
0: Definitely. I think that's, a, I think it's a good point because it, it almost feels kind of trendy to say stuff like, it's okay to not be okay. I feel like most people know that and people aren't seeking out your brand looking for mental health services. They're seeking out your brand, looking for friendly staff, um, a relaxing environment, um, someone who's well-skilled, well-educated. Um, yeah. yeah, so people find you because you're exactly what they're looking for. You're not trying to meet all these kind of, demands of social media like you've got to tell me i've got to do this for my mental health and this for my food and this for my emotional well-being and my relationships and you provide exactly what you need to provide did you find it hard kind of picking a brand voice and going with it when you're on a platform that's very oversaturated with people trying to cover everything
1: i think my my, my attitude towards things has always been like, I am who I am. I'm not going to pretend to be anything else. Um, And I mean, I'm always quite a chill person anyway. So I think that's been quite attractive to, you know, potential clients and whatnot. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And, you know, I, I don't, I don't want people to, you know, come to me for other things other than PT or sports massage. You know, if you've got, if you've got things that you need to talk about, because I know some PTs are like therapists in a way as well. Yeah. I don't want that sort of relationship with any of my clients. Like, not, not to say, like, I don't care. But, yeah, uh, you, you know, you're, you're paying me for a service and I'm going to deliver that service. And, you know, if you need to talk to someone, then you should probably talk to someone who's more specialized in it. Like, yeah. I, I can't sort of, you know, guide you in the way a specialist would guide you. And I would feel irresponsible if I did that. Yeah, of course. um, As well. So, yeah, I I think it's important to sort of stay in your lane in a way.
0: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think for kind of professionalism, for you looking after yourself, it is a lot when you have clients who want to tell you everything about their life. And it's like, wait a second, I've got my own stuff um, and I can't. Give you that support. It's very hard because personal training and stuff like uh, massage therapy are very intimate in that you need to know a lot about their health. You're with them for an extended period of time and you have to keep up conversation. And it's like clients can get very quickly very familiar with you, which is a good thing because you want to keep up rapport. But it's also not helpful when they come to you for what you don't provide cuz it's not like you're not going to be a friendly human being but you can't be a, a psychotherapist if you're not a psychotherapist
1: exactly so,
0: yeah i think i think it's important to understand that to understand where you stand within wellness you're you're doing your job you're a good person but you can't kind of give everything to these people that want everything and even then it is it's just a case of saying I I can't really do that for you but if you do some googling or I'm sure you'll find someone else
1: yeah exactly I think in a way you have to be a little bit selfish just to make sure that you yourself are mm. also quite you know healthy mentally and physically yeah Um. so yeah
0: yeah I think I think I think it's really important so you were saying that you are trying to wake up naturally around 5 five thirty in the morning which sounds horrendous to me and I'm never gonna do that but good luck to you <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> um... <laughs> um how it, it so that's for time efficiency and so you can kind of fit more things in for the in the day for yourself
1: yeah because in the night I find myself just watching you know Netflix with Trang. trying mm-hmm. um you know, we're watching oranges and new black at the moment. It's pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a bit late to the party on that one, yeah
1: but yeah very, very late. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah if i I'm just watching Netflix anyway, so why don't I just you know take the time to wind down um, before bed and you know do stretches or something uh, before bed? Mm-hmm. Uh, just be a bit more efficient than sitting around watching TV. Like I can watch TV at the same time as stretching, for example. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, just just be a bit more sensible with my sort of bedtime routine as well. Yeah. Because then I can have that time, you know, in in the morning to do a bit more thing.
0: Yeah. Do you... I mean, you've got a lot of fitness stuff you're doing for yourself. You're running your business. You're just trying to live your life. Do you find that the work-life balance is harder as you go on because you are trying to grow your business as well as look after yourself and sometimes you do have to make the sacrifice where it's like well I guess I just won't have time to do a workout today or I won't have time to do that is is that hard
1: um yes and no I think in the past year for uh, for sure I've changed significantly Mm -hmm. well I mean since since 2019 and to, to 2020 yeah like I, i've just like had a complete switch of character <laughs> i'd say um like i would go out a lot more and socialize mm-hmm. and now i'm a bit more homebound yeah uh, and i like having that uh, my my own time and time with trang as well yeah, yeah. Uh, i always tell her she's just never gonna get rid of me just <laughs> <laughs> stuck with me um so yeah, I've, I've, I, I don't go out and see my friends as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to say it's just because of the relationship, but
0: no, um,
1: yeah, I, I, th- I think I, I just like having my own time a bit more. And I think obviously with the lockdown and whatnot, we weren't able to see our friends and stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of carried on being a bit more homebound than before. But me and Trang still try to, you know, go out and eat at different uh, places um, every Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. We make that a date night. Um, so there's a few little bits that are uh, consistent. Um, like I'll go see my parents uh, with Trang on Saturdays as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, I think we we still try to make time here, uh, here and there where we can. Yeah. Um with you know friends and family. Um but I think the amount of time that I spend with friends and family has significantly like dropped. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, it is, and I think it is since,
1: hard. since 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 I met Trang as well, I've become a bit more serious with work. Mm-hmm. And you know, coming on to that actually, it, i think it's very important who you sort of surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um like yeah, the, the, the people, this is going to sound cringe, but the people in your circle really will sort of develop you. If you see, like, people in your circle that's not sort of progressing and, you know, they're not doing much with their life, not to be like an ass and say, you know, they're not worth it, but obviously they'll, they'll be friends, but you'll slowly sort of find yourself drifting away from them as you, if, if your character is someone that wants to sort of grow and, you know be productive and you know build something um you'll find yourself drifting away from them anyway
0: yeah
1: and you know if, if you see people growing in your circle constantly it's going to push you further as well so yeah having dating trend like she's really you know kicked me into gear and <laughs> uh, uh, started i've started being a bit more serious about work and uh, that's one of the reasons why we sort of decided to go into business together as well and, you know, start building something a bit bigger. Because mm-hmm. um, we're we're both qualified therapists. You yeah, know, it just made sense to do something together rather than, you know, have our separate businesses. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good. Basically, what you're saying is that everyone needs a trang in their life. To yes, move them forward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well even just a, a bunch of friends who actually want to do stuff. Don't be stuck in a circle of people that you know don't do much because it, yeah. it's going to yeah. make you feel shit. Yeah, and,
0: definitely.
1: Yeah, if you don't feel like you're progressing or anything, then you need to change change that up.
0: Yeah, That's I think <laughs> it's a bit cringe, but I'll let it go. I, no, I <laughs> do. I do definitely understand. I think it's. It's hard to let go of friendships because of the title like this is my friend, but I don't think there's anything wrong with kind of wanting to progress. And if that means maybe kind of paying a little less attention to certain friendships, that's normal and that's natural. And I don't think people should feel guilty for that. I feel like if if someone is slowing your progress or if someone is dragging you down and making you feel stuck, have a conversation with them about it if that's possible, or just, you know, keep moving forward, keep doing what you have to do because there's literally only so much time in a day. I was thinking, there's 24 hours in the day. For a big portion of that, I'm sleeping, I'm eating, I'm, like, going to the toilet, having a shower, all that stuff that you just have to do, and then it's extremely limited to what I can actually do with my time. And then if you have, like a job that's also lots of time that isn't your own all the time and you've only got so much time for personal Mm self-development so i was thinking how can i use that and how do you use that time because you're getting up earlier you're making sure you spend time with trang you're making sure you are doing things that you actually like how do you choose what to let go and what to prioritize
1: um, I think that just sort of came naturally for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As in, like, I, I didn't really pick and choose what I wanted to drop. Yeah. So, um, I think because of the lockdown as well, it, mm-hmm. it, it just became more work orientated anyway with my time. Um. So whenever I do have fr- free periods of time, I'm just sort of on the laptop
0: okay. and,
1: you know, like in a way on the website. It, anything that any time that i have free i would spend time on like admin and whatnot um because even though i'm not being paid in those hours it's just as important you know for the future to have those things in place mm-hmm. um so yeah it kind of just happened naturally um uh, yeah i didn't i didn't re- like pick and choose at all.
0: I me mean, feel very jealous i'm i'm like oh i, I want to do this and i want to put time in for this and i'm like why isn't my life just kind of letting go of things I think it's my own fault I'm, I'm not being willing of letting certain not responsibilities because they're not really I'm not really responsible to anyone but myself but letting go of of doing certain things and putting the time in for certain things that actually aren't that fulfilling to me
1: yeah I think that's another thing as well it, it's the whole fulfilling side of things um like you know going out and partying with your friends and what it's it's all fun but you know what do you get out of it not
0: (laughs) (laughs) like there's definitely nothing wrong with that but it's almost like oh how do I actually want to spend time with my friends obviously we're in two very different situations I'm single you're with Trang and you're running your business together and you've got a baby on the way ah very exciting um (laughs) (laughs) so it's like what can I do? I have to ask myself, what can I do to make the most out of my time with my friends? And how do I actually want to spend time with my friends? And there is a time and a place for getting very drunk in a very expensive London nightclub, not anymore because of, you know, pandemic. But it's also like, but also sometimes I just want to sit and have like a coffee and a chat with a friend. And that's more fulfilling because I learn more about them. Uh, We can actually catch up. And I'm not wasting lots and lots of money on one night out. But then for you, it's like, you are working on your business, you're kind of nurturing your relationship with Trang, you're, you're looking after yourself, you're still very young. And it's not like you're neglecting your friends, but it's you can be more specific about how you want to spend time with people because, because yeah. you're you're more pulled in different directions than i am
1: um i, I find that also you know the, the 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 friends that are like actually good friends they're, they're not the ones that are gonna constantly pester you to see them you know mm-hmm. you know you'll see them you know once in a while and it's like you know you you see each other every day pretty much um I find those friendships are really good, and those kind of friendships make me happy. You know, the the friends that sort of pester you to see them all the time, I, I can't deal with that. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. It, it. I feel like that's needy, and I don't mm. want friends like that in a way.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I want to have friends that are sort of, you know, doing their own thing and you know working on their own shit, and you know they don't have the time to see me either. But you know, when you see them, it's all good. You know, they're still, you know, you're you're still like great buddies and whatnot. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I, I'd still like sort of make time, but during that time, we'd be doing stuff. So mm-hmm. it would be the case where I get a workout with someone, or well, I might go for a cycle with someone.
0: Um. So New Year's is coming up. This episode's coming out. Like a couple of days before New Year's, we're just recording it in advance. So, what? How do you go about? I mean, are you a fan of New Year's resolutions, or is that not a thing for you?
1: Oh, uh, that's not a thing for me. If you're gonna start something, just start it. Why wait? Mm-hmm. You know, the the more time you waste, you know, that that's time that you could use, you know, to get get ahead. You know, there might be opportunities on the way that you find that you missed because you know you were a few days out and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so like even in terms of I don't know if you wanted to get a website for example and there was a special mm-hmm. offer you might have missed that so you know always always just try and just jump on whatever you want to do straight away rather than waste time because yeah you know you, tomorrow's not promised is it you, know, okay. you just need to start
0: so it's it's kind of if you if you want to go do something go do it so but are you are you a fan of planning things? Would you say? Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> I like I like I like planning things, obviously. Yeah. Like, but as in, for, if I have an idea, I'm gonna get started with it as soon as possible with mm. a plan. Obviously. Yeah. Like it, it, starting something, starting a plan, even that is starting something.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's as long as you you say right, I'm going to do this plan and I'm actually going to execute it. It's not stick in the planning zone forever because then you're not actually doing anything
1: yeah like let, let, let's say you you know you you have one or two steps already in your plan you know implement them as quick as possible and you can still keep planning like it should be ongoing planning in yeah. a way uh, mm-hmm. for any project that you have um you know there's always going to be like different ideas and stuff that pop up um so you know whatever plan you have always make it adaptable don't be disheartened by it there's always going to be ups and downs yeah. Um but yeah, just be able to mold yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. d-
1: don't just get stuck on one way.
0: And there's there's nothing wrong with getting something wrong. Like that's part of the learning process while you're learning. doing
1: it. You've learned from it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So if someone if someone's slid into your DMs and said, I've got a New Year's resolution, they're not gonna be waived on this. Like they they say, Okay, I've got a New Year's resolution how would you tell them to approach it how does one um be okay with having to be adaptable and flexible while also having this goal in mind <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i think that's a very individual thing isn't it because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, not not many people can hack like the whole just jump into things yeah um and you know, that 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 is my attitude towards things, you know, just jump into it. If anything goes wrong, forget about it. You know, the past is the past and whatnot. But mm. you know, for some people, it is a lot more difficult to, you know, just let go and move on. Um, yeah. I don't know how I'd advise anyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay. You haven't got to have all the answers.
1: I think it, it, is, it is definitely a very individual thing. Uh, some people need that some people need that you know starting date and whatnot
0: okay so we're coming to the end of this and I wanted to ask you if you could give me or anyone listening one piece of general wellness advice it doesn't have to be about fitness it doesn't have to be about career skill building but just one piece of advice that someone could do every day every week just to contribute to better
1: wellness have a routine Mm -hmm. the body likes homeostasis having a routine helps with that and your body will feel much better for it so it's that's why it's important to you know have a plan of what you want to do on each day and then be adaptable with you know what you want to do in your free time and whatnot um so like each day I'll have specific things that I want to sort of get on with especially now with me waking up earlier you know, making sure I get out and do do my exercise before I do any classes, before I do any clients. Um, Any free time I have, uh, you know, I always sit down on the laptop and get on with the admin work. So, you know, I have, like, specific things that I want to do during, you know, the times that I have. Um, So, yeah, I'd always say, I'd say, like, try and sort of plan your time accordingly. Yeah. And then you'll be more productive uh, anyway
0: yeah yeah and and within that routine you have time for yourself scheduled yeah yeah that's good is that something you had to learn that you didn't have before
1: Mm -hmm. because um before i would just take on any which client at any which time and it was very hectic i'm just like constantly running back and forth on travel as well um and the amount of times that you waste on travel in, mm. as, a, as a PT, it, it's, it can be quite ridiculous if you do it like that. Um, unless you stay in the gym all day, But then again, it's like a waste of your time unless you're doing stuff in the gym. So, um, yeah, as a, as a PT, I had to learn that, you know, I need to sort of pack my clients into one one part of the day. Uh, make sure that it's all back to back and then I can go home and chill out and it's a bit more relaxed like that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's very easy for, you know, those that have like a nine to five because they have that routine put in place for them. They have that time for their work. And then when they go home, it's time for themselves. Uh, but especially as someone who's self-employed, yeah, you know, you need to know how to sort of condense your work and try and make that sort of nine to five routine in a way, or even if it's just three hours, just have that condensed rather than spread out throughout the day um you know, have time for that make like, your admin because every self-employed person is <laughs> gonna have admin uh yeah. let's be real you, you know you're you're doing more than one job here um mm-hmm. so it is quite difficult in that sense um but very rewarding too
0: yeah a good <laughs> good solid i definitely need to take that device I, I like to think that i have one but i definitely don't i like to make it up along the way which is not helpful um But thank you so much for that, Ramon. Would Would you you like like to promote anything, your business, your Instagram, anything?
1: Check out Dr Stretch Therapies for any of your sports massage needs. We do cupping therapy, we do myofascial release, and we also do Pilates. Um, Me, myself, I also do personal training um well my girlfriend does personal training too let me just plug her quickly (laughs) (laughs) I am the bearded fitness guy and um my girlfriend is trying fitness so um yeah check us out
0: all right perfect that was so like lovely and succinct and very much like a lovely little advert um which is very good (laughs) all right thank you so much for joining me Ramon bye
1: bye